jungle for monkeys went fishing, that is, till their shrimp went awry. One's a Capuchin and one's a chimpanzee, the other baboon, the last a blue monkey. Leaving their homeland, stepping away into time, Hey everyone, welcome to Jungles and Dragons, episode 22. Uh, 22. 22. We're, we're all here today to play this actual play podcast game about four monkeys who go to the Forgotten Realms and go on an adventure. I'm Spirit Harrison. Harrison. DM. Everyone, introduce yourself, please. For me. All at once. What's up, guys? It's me, Ethan. I'm back on the podcast. I have not been fired yet. I'm playing Paul Venus, Paladin, Chimp, Knight. And this week's funny, funky monkey fact of the week, whatever, is a memory about family. It's not going to... This is the fan... This is the fam. So it's all family. about fam. It's about fam. Paul Bates turns into turns turns into James Brolin. Not everyone has a family. <laughs> Ani, Ani turn, when Ani becomes a man, he becomes Vin Diesel. <laughs> sprouts two pigtails. Yeah. Everyone's your family. <laughs> no, but uh, Paul Bates' family fact is a. Uh, it's a rather it's a rather dark one actually. It's um Oh no. It's about it's it's about how he lost his mother. So Yeah. If if you've been keeping up with the Beatus family lore, if you've been reading the Beatus Beatus family tree, you know that Paul Sean Beatus' father Beatus. uh is a is a magician. Ma Beatus. Ma Beatus and Pa Beatus, but Pa Beatus, Beauregard Beatus is his father and uh Paul used to be his assistant for his magic tricks, and so was his mother. And um, for one of the shows, uh, Beauregard Venus tried to do the the old saw the assistant in half trick. So he made Paul Venus uh, grab the saw, made his mom go into the box, and uh, he said, "Boy, you better get sawn, boy. Magic, <laughs> magic won't work if you don't saw, boy." Like, okay, Danny. Yeah, I'm gonna go saw mama. And, uh, <laughs> turns out, no. uh, yeah, oh th God. the magic trick didn't work because, uh, she just literally got sawed in half. And, uh, no! <laughs> that's great. My God. That's how Paul Venus lost his dear old mama. Oh, mama, I have to. I can't believe I have to. <laughs> I can't believe it. So I did... have to. Was was there like something wrong with the trick? Like was the Beauregard's Venus's was it Beauregard Venus's fault, or did Paul just do the magic trick so badly that he sawed his mother in half? I think uh, I think Paul just is not good with magic at all, which is like so... 
<laughs> and this sort of like made it trick to do. It's just two separate people, and you cut down the. <laughs> yeah, it's just like Paul didn't just know a that. Person. Paul was Paul, Paul cut the top half <laughs> down the torso. Paul cut it on the hose, like yeah. the vertical. He, he cut was instructed to set up the magic trick. Beauregard just assumed he knew how to do it, but Paul Beanish just literally put his mom in a box and solder in half, and he thought like, "Oh, the magic, the magic will cover it." You know, maybe maybe it's a mystery. You know, maybe uh, maybe no we don't sure know if it was Beauregard or Paul. You know? Maybe one day we'll find out. That's Whatever true. happened to Beauregard Beanish, by the way? Oh, okay. So we're getting uh, double monkey, uh, funky monkey. D- double this monkey. Week. Uh, one day. Uh, Beauregard Venus decided to enact his final disappearing act on Paul. He said, Paul, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to the banana store and uh get get, get, get you a big old horde of bananas. And he said, Oh boy, yeah, that sounds good. And Paul starts patting his tummy. Yeah, come on, bring out the bananas, Daddy. And Daddy went to the store for a banana and never came home. Wait, so he didn't do like a magic disappearing act where it's like, I'm going to throw a sheet and disappear. He just so left. Basically what Beauregard Venus does whenever he leaves a place is he throws a smoke bomb and a sheet and then he runs away. And Paul just assumed, oh, that, that's just good old daddy leaving the room. But he never came back. I, I genuinely feel incredibly sorry for Paul Venus. Yeah, his, hope, his actions are very under. He's kind of fucked up and complex now. character. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he finds some resolution in the Forgotten Realms. <laughs> I hope he finds peace. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm August. I'm playing Crimpus Perineum. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm August. I'm playing. I'm playing Spoons Rango. Uh, high intrepid heroes. Um, now Spoons is a is a is a wizard. He's a blue monkey. He's a, he's a few feet tall, and Spoons' family family funky fact is that he's um he was grown in a lab, and so he uh he was grow- he wasn't grown in a lab. Oh, he's a test tube <laughs> he monkey. Up, he was he born in a, a goddamn cup. <laughs> he grew up in a lab. He's a homunculus. So, so he, he's a homunculus. So he's got a he had a bunch of little um. Every every year on his birthday, uh, he would he would pick a day around the same time of year that, that was his birthday because he couldn't really keep track of time. So he just assumed it was his birthday, and he would make a bunch of little little friends out of tissue paper, <laughs> and uh, and like um and soot and uh, and lint and shit, make some little figures and be like, "Hey guys, it's my birthday, family time." And then he would sit in a circle and he would he would ask them. Uh, what what they they thought of his birthday, and then he would sit there in silence, then move on to the next, and then he would um he would just sort of revel in that, and that that's that's his family, his family. What they thought of, of his birthday? Yeah, so what would you think? Huh? Pretty good, huh? This is pretty fun, huh? His family is yeah. a bunch of is a bunch of little guys, uh, who, not little real guys. This, this is in the real world. Like just a bunch of like little really shitty figures made of depressing like objects that are around. I feel like really sorry for paper spoons dried up. too. Um, but he he does he presumably has parents, but he he, he don't know them. And he maybe, maybe there's a maybe there's a forks uh, forks Rango out there, but yeah. but it, it, it wouldn't <laughs> be called forks, Rango. Forks and knives Rangos. Spoons and Spoons is Rango a fan. Pretty bad ass name. <laughs> it would. Knives Rango. But yeah, Spoons' name is not. Spoons' name is is from the. He, he took it from the from the the, the folk hero 
Rango. The, 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 DV, uh, the, <laughs> the, the, DVD, the DVD that they had in the lab. Yeah, the, the DVD they had. The one movie they would play. It really and his favorite character was Spook. Well, but no, they also the played. They they played yeah. Ringo and they played the Adams Family reunion. Uh, <laughs> or, no, not and, reunion, and Titanic. Family Values Sorry. and Bubba Titanic too. Titanic too. Um, and Titanic. And so, pre- yeah. so presumably, uh, his family would have a totally different uh, like name. He wouldn't be able to to know him by name. But yes. Uh, hello everybody, Gabe here, the official voice actor for Eugene T. Monkey, level 4 Mountain Dwarf Fighter, that's also an old capuchin monkey. And uh, I would say that uh, for his family fact is, Eugene was not, I think I've established that he was not the best father. There was a lot, <laughs> there were a lot of uh, personal events that he missed when it comes to raising Chattanooga. He missed his ape ball games, his ape prom. <laughs> What is Ace Paul? Um, <laughs> he never, he never got through. I don't know. Eugene doesn't know. Eugene's life story is like Cats in the Cradle. It's the Harry Chapin song. He just, he, he kept, he just kept missing, kept missing the birthday. Cats in the Cradle with the silver spoon. <laughs> he missed his ape ball games, his ape prom, his ape dance recital, his ape play. Um, but I guess kind of a way to subconsciously kind of make up for that when Chattanooga grew up and had his own kids, Eugene would have big kind of family gatherings where they would eat giant hordes of fruit together. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Uh, did he, Known as uh, cool. his palatial ape estate. Did, did he hire a, a monkey-achi band for those? Or? <laughs> monkey-achi. <laughs> Ape-achi. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Nick. I'm playing uh, Ani, Funny Baboon, who is a druid. Uh, his funky monkey fact is uh, he doesn't really he doesn't know his his real family. He's sort of raised by the jungle, raised oh. by the the many apes in the jungle. Uh, ah, the, was he the, sort of a uh, jungle guard by birth? Yeah. I see. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, and Mr. Hollywood's funky, oh, okay. funky family fact is <laughs> that right. uh, he has many, many children, dozens of children. <laughs> Mr. Hollywood pays eight thousand dollars in life support a day. <laughs> child, <laughs> child support on life support. But that's life just support. pennies. They're all, they're all on life support. <laughs> they're all on life support. <laughs> he, he pays it all in pennies. Yeah. <laughs> just imagine like, like a, a woman just receiving an envelope filled with coins. He drives to like saying that's going to be banks. the last one he pays, but it's never the last one. <laughs> he comes up with a dump truck filled with yeah. pennies and just yeah, dumps it like, on there. On the- this will be the last one. Nope, that's not what he sounds like at all. I don't Mr. recall Mr. Mr. Hollywood doing that. Sounds like <laughs> Texas oil baron. Okay. Okay. Mr. Hollywood sounds like <laughs> Yeah, when they separate, sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm Harrison. Um... The DM. I don't know if I really have a family fact. I don't know what I'm willing to say about my real life family. Um, <laughs> Tell us where they live, Harrison. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll give but, me my get, address. Put the address on. Code. <laughs> Doc's uh, family. Yeah. Is there any? Give us a your good mom's food? social security number right now. D- does your mom's mom name? Does your mom make a mean lasagna? Or anything? What's your mother's funny, name? I told, told a family story, I guess. So my my <laughs> grandfather was an immigrant, right? And he uh, he he like ran a, a grocery store. And uh, during the old mob days, uh, he and his father would have to pay protection. But then eventually mm. the, the mob kind of fell out of style. They didn't have as much control as they used to. So this is in Chicago, by the way. Uh, so uh, when he was like an older man, like 
some some like old like mob enforcer dude came in and was like, "Hey, where's our protection money?" And this was like ten years after they last asked for it. And my grandfather was just like, "Dude, get out of here! You suck!" And he like chased him off with a gun. Oh, yeah, that's so cool. Whoa! Yeah, I think it's a neat story. <laughs> Man, get out! Fuck off! Get out of here! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, let's start the episode, I guess. Let's do it. Jungles and dragons and 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 jungles. So the, uh, the four of you and Chattanooga and Buddy and Gus are all crowded <laughs> on this strip of astroturf that you use as a magic carpet, flying through the air, and you begin to see the city of Draconia in the distance, this big shining city built on the top of this huge snowy mountain, these beautiful metallic dragons flying around it, and you you um, you uh, you let down your strip of astroturf onto the uh, the, 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 the bay where the, the magic carpets uh, land, and you see uh, Brienne in there, and she says, "Hey guys, uh, how'd it go?" Astro turf, astro turf, astro turf, astro turf, astro turf, astro turf, We have the book. Take it out. Oh, you, got, you got the book. Oh, good. Yeah, um, I got the book. So, uh, oh, this is your your mind flayer friend you mentioned, right? And and Buddy says, "Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's me." And she says, "Here, I'll I'll take you. We have some people who want to talk to you." Uh, figure things out. Uh, in the meanwhile, the four of you. Oh, and you got your 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 friend there too. She sees Chattanooga. That's good. Uh, yeah, you can yeah, take I him with you if you him. want. Uh, the High Mage is in the museum actually today. He wants to talk to you. Do you know where the museum is? Oh yeah, we know where it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I I don't know where the museum is. Know exactly where the museum is. Yeah, but you, you should let you should let uh, you should let Eugene know. He's kind of he's kind of an old timer. So why don't you remind the like museum? Stupid guy. Okay, it's it's near. It's near the, the sort of the center of town. She gives you directions to it. Um, she says, okay, I'll see you guys. And she and right. Bonnie walk away. <clears throat> Do you guys go to the museum? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I guess we, we check the maps, check the tomes, and walk to the museum. You check your, <laughs> check you check the big your, mall map. You check yeah. your tome of maps, and you walk to the museum. <laughs> Our and, map of uh, tomes. It's this we walk there of, really coolly. Yeah. This big sort, of, big sort of marble building. And you walk in, and uh, there's sort of a, a center room uh, where you see the high mage standing, and he's standing in front of this huge wall, uh, this sort of um, sort of ruined wall in the center of this this room, uh, sort of more more a big piece of rubble, really. And uh, there's sort of a mural on this wall, this piece of wall, sort of this oh. this painting, and it depicts a huge war. You see this war, uh, the, all these armies, these. Uh, between dwarves and elves and aboliths and creatures that you've never seen before. And in the center Whoa. of this mural, there are eight symbols. An ankh, a spiral, an infinity sign, an eye, a triangle, an hourglass, a circle, and a heart. And uh, the high mage turns to you and he says, Oh, hey guys, uh, y- did you get the book? Uh, yeah. Take maybe, maybe. Yeah, you got the book, all right. Yeah. Oh, Mission accomplished, am I right? Yep, yep, yep. Oh, I yeah. see you found one of your monkeys, too. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my son. I give yeah. him a nugget. Oh, your son. Oh, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. You know, we gotta, we gotta nice get him a coat to or something. Two of you back together. A coat? <laughs> Why does he need a coat? 
It's cold, right? Oh, yeah, I suppose it is. <laughs> Chattanooga says, oh, yeah, it is cold. Wow, yeah, I didn't know that. Yes, I do feel cold. in this room. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty frigid, man. Uh, the high mage says, um, look, I need to, we'll talk business in a moment, but I need to talk about something kind of serious with you. Have you heard of something called the Sundering before? Is that yeah, like you where they cut it, off yeah. your foreskin? Or... <laughs> No, not quite, Paul. Not quite. Uh, <laughs> That's I believe, a briss. I, I mentioned oh, okay. it once before. I don't know if I mentioned it by name, though. See, before all the current people of Faerun existed, there was another older civilization here. This the wall, and he, yeah. Oh, oh, um, <laughs> and it was cut away. Oh, all right. <laughs> <It was> cut... <laughs> I guess it kind of works as a metaphor if you would have put it like that. You do that to um, like, choir boys, right? I don't know, like... <laughs> Honestly, guys, I really think it's not cool for you guys to joke about male genital mutilation like this. It's not super <laughs> fucked up. I'm sort of an activist for this sort of things. <laughs> the high mage gestures to the big wall behind him, and he says, This wall is all that remains of that civilization. Everything was destroyed. All its people, its architecture, everything except this single ruined wall, destroyed in a great war. We at Draconia believe that these symbols in the center the god books were responsible. This event is what we call the Sundering. I have something I need to tell you. When we first met, I suspected that some sort of force had tied your quest to find your friends to the fate of the god books. Now I think my suspicion is confirmed. This is the second book you've retrieved, and the third, possibly fourth, you've encountered. That can't be a coincidence. Now, I don't believe in any sort of immobile, rigid fate that binds events to in a certain order, which means something somewhere must be manipulating fate, manipulating it so that you monkeys keep finding these books. I don't know if that's good or bad, but what I do know is that this world's entire civilization was once wiped out by the power of these books, and that if they fall into the wrong hands, it could happen again. So I guess what I'm saying is just be watchful. It's possible that not all your actions are your own. Yeah, I, I feel like as he says that, Eugene, in his mind, sees all the red strings he once saw in his vision. Just to be like, uh, uh. Spoon says, uh, let me run the numbers on that. <laughs> Cast minor illusion and gets like the, um, the, the, the hangover <laughs> uh, Zach Galifianakis math <laughs> coming up in front of <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I see it now. He's moving his fingers around. He's like, yeah. Four to five. I think he might be right. <laughs> this guy might be on to something. <laughs> you know what, Spoons? I think you're, you're both right. I, I, I don't think I, I talked about this on the on the magic carpet, but I saw a lot of things in that book when I opened the book. More than more, more than just the the watch. I, I, I saw saw everything. Everything. Everything? Yeah. Past, right present, place? future. I, I don't know. Everything <laughs> in its right place? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you saw? I saw everything in its right place. The high mage says, we'll have to talk about that vision later, Eugene. That sounds significant. But right now, let's move on to a lighter topic. Um, I, I have a question for all of you. Where have you been living when you stay here? 
Oh, I made an igloo a lot, not too long ago. Have we slept? I just sleep where I want, you know? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think I'm I've slept in like in weeks. You know, I don't yeah. play by the rules of society. I, I don't need a hat. down on a park bed. bench or, you know, or a log or something. Well, would, would you guys like a house, maybe? Uh, a house, hmm? Well, monkey huddle. For, for the monkey for the, huddle, monkey for, huddle. Guys, are we, are we getting a hype house? I guess you could house? be a homeowner. Yeah, are we getting like a, a, it's only a YouTube channel or something like that, or Twitch. Yeah. Wait, we gotta make sure we gotta make sure we're owning, not renting, right? We're owning. Yeah, yeah. I don't want I don't want to pay jack shit for this. Let's let's ask him if it's uh. Hey, hey we have to pay anything for this. Uh, oh we are... well, I I took the liberty of taking the payment for this book that you found and and placing it uh, on a on a house, a nice property near the university. Is it oh. furnished or? Oh, it could be a frat house. house. It's actually magic. You can furnish it however you wish. Oh. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't I think we should take it. I think we should take it. We're taking the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the house. Let's take Okay. And as as for your son, if if you would like for your son to live with you, Eugene, that's fine. However, I expect that you're going to be finding more monkeys along the way. Perhaps we could room them in some of our dorms. How do you feel about that one, Chattanooga? You're a grown, you're a grown man, you know. Chattanooga says, "Yeah, that sounds good. I don't really want to live with my dad all the time." Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Why don't you live with your dad's here? friends? How about that? Yeah. <laughs> I, put my, I put my arm around him. I'm like, "How's that, buddy?" Hey, hear me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take him away from spoons. About <laughs> Come my on. arm stay my arm stays extended. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to. Uncle Ani is terrifying. <laughs> Uncle, you don't want to live with Uncle Adi and Uncle Spoon. Wow, I got so many cool party tricks. You ever see a guy turn into a bigger I, guy? I pull out a, I pull out a Buzz White, Budweiser can and a shotgun and it sprays in my face. Yeah, I think I think I'll stick to the, the dorms, but thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> I, I say beer cool me. I, I say beer me and minor illusion like five beers in his hand. <laughs> The High Mage takes the four of you and Gus <laughs> to your new home. Uh, it's it's two stories, and within those two stories, you can furnish it however you wish. I put what a Fight like Club poster over the mantle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's keep it maybe a little simpler. Let's say each of you gets a room. What do you want your respective rooms to look like? taxidermized bear in the corner of my room that's like leaping out it's like doing like a ah pose it's coming out of the wall it's like it's yeah. You. yeah why do you want that oh uh, cause it's cool and badass <laughs> can I also just yeah. get a couple of various animal skulls just on a shelf just to show how cool I am yeah I mean you can have that you gotta have a moose whose head is in your room and the ass is in another room of the house. Yeah. <laughs> like, the wall. No, it's like the, the moose head is at the door and then the ass is, and the ass is inside and the, yeah. Yeah. the it blocks the hallway. Like like a really bad tourist trap. Yeah. He has to duck under the moose to get to other rooms. <laughs> uh, my, is that all you rooms? want in your room, Ani? Uh I think so, yeah. Just a, just a bunch of dead animals. Yeah. <laughs> Just to kill it to nature. Just to kill it to get the form. Okay. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Ethan? Uh, my room is gonna look like uh, Don Vito Corleone's office. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna have the, the orange, the orange lighting and all. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's good. so good. If you if you leave the office, you're standing on a balcony overlooking a big Italian wedding at all times. <laughs> Everything comes with the house. Oh, my daughter's wedding. <laughs> tiny dying daughter's wedding. You come with me? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you have any sort of enclosure for the tiny dying man in there? Yeah, like a, it's like a little hamster wheel, you know, or a cage. <laughs> but he just lies in it. He has a yeah. bunch of tubes. He yeah. Tubes? He just lies in it going, oh, 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 he doesn't spin it or anything. <laughs> looks like a, like a condo. What about you, August? Uh, so Spoons' room looks like one of those, um, one of those, like, uh, I spent quarantine building a movie cave Reddit posts. <laughs> where you walk, <laughs> you walk in and it's just wall to wall, like just media, incessant media. Just a constant assault on your fucking senses. Giant so, like, speakers. Yeah, he's got giant speakers, a wall of Funkos. <laughs> uh, he's got like like a, a a bookshelf with like all of Discworld or something <laughs> lined oh, up with good. those special, good choice. special editions. Um, and then he's got um, uh, he's got uh, front and center a, a signed copy of, of Ernest Klein's Ready Player One. <laughs> front and center. I thought you were um, I thought you were gonna say the Ernest movies. Just too old. <laughs> um, and then uh, Spoon Spoon loves that funny little man. <laughs> oh, sorry, any movie, cutouts, any movie cutouts? Yeah, uh, he's got he's got movie cutouts. He's got he's got uh, he's got Matt Smith, Doctor Who in the corner. He's got uh, <laughs> okay. He's got uh, he's got uh, K-pop uh, Jungkook in the other corner. His <laughs> uh, <laughs> Has Spoon has Spoon's and, ever watched or read any of these things that he has up there? No, no. He's also got a. I mean, his bed is a. His bed is a bunk bed, uh, and the bottom is like a little workstation, um, and That's like cool. like a little like a school school desk with stuff, and then uh, the top he has um, he's got uh, yeah, it's like it's like a, a twin bed bunk bed situation with uh, what's in the sheets um. The sheets. Say, Watching the sheets. Watching the sheets. <laughs> A horse's head. <laughs> the, the sheets. Placed by the Paul sheets look, <laughs> that's part of Paul Benes's furniture illusion. <laughs> the, the sheets look like um. They look like uh, like money. It's it's like a big dollar. It's, it's a, and then the, the pillows all say they're like in big font in God we trust on them. Oh my gosh! Okay, right. he's, got a very, he's got a, and then he, he's got no door. It's beads. It's beads instead. <laughs> I feel like the spoons must have just like seen someone's like Reddit man cave before, and it was just like, oh, this is what a room looks like. This is what cool yeah. guys' rooms are. <laughs> This is what the internet, this is what the computer people do. Can I just add real quick that uh, in Ani's room there is a big Ghost Adventures poster that's just a big close-up of Zach Baggins' face going like, <laughs> and there's like ghosts a... around him. Does Ani have a katana? I feel like he'd have a katana. <laughs> oh, he probably Ani has totally a have a katana, yeah. Okay, what about, what about Eugene? What's Eugene got? Uh, Eugene has a very normal looking room. Um, yeah. It's pretty spare. It's pretty like made. It's, you said it's made of kind of the traditional kind of um, draconian castle material, mm. and oh. um, it has a it has a big kind of circular shad carpet in the middle. Oh wait, okay, uh, it's of castle tree. It's like is it like Theoden's big room in Lord of the Rings? <laughs> <laughs> he sits there eating his sloppy tomato salad. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> he's, got yeah. a, he's got a big grand hall. 
Yeah, so it has a big kind of circular shag carpet in the middle. That's like a big, like, uh, just yeah, a big it's a castle. Like... It's a castle room with a shag carpet in the middle. And then, you know, he has a kind of a normal looking bed shoved into the corner. Right. He has okay. a little dog. He has a dog bed and two bowls of food and water for Gus. Um, he has right. um, this kind of like training dummy, like a big, like a uh, heavy bag. Ooh. And like um, a pull up bar racks for his weapons. Nice. Um, he has this desk that is connected to the shelf, and it's filled with, like, brewing supplies. Like, different, like, wines and honeys and jams and flowers Ooh, and, for his and like, kegs. Yeah, because mm, I feel like throughout, throughout this thing, but ex- until he met Grand Andre, he realized that what he could do was possible. <laughs> Grand he could, Andre. He could, he could make ape ale and primate preserve. <laughs> so that's become his, one of his new passions. Guy. Yeah. And, yeah, and also there's a, a little picture of a drawing uh, that Chattanooga did when he was a kid. Aww. It's just it's mostly stick figures. And it just mm-hmm. says "Dad" and Chat and like Chat on it, and it's framed. The the door map at the door of the house spoons uh, makes it say it's like a classic sort of sort of like um the weird twiggy like brown one that's kind of uncomfortable for wiping your like shoes. Yeah, but it says it says uh, "Ask me how my birthday was." <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other rooms you want in this house? Um, sandbox. That's a sandbox. All right. No, it's it's just it's just a room. You know, you know. Oh, it also has those conversation pits, like those seventy conversation pits. Like, yeah, 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 it has one of those. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a big room that's just like a big sandbox. I feel like Mr. Hollywood should have something. Maybe just like a little corner that's like filled with like the the wall is like printed to look like. A uh, hundred dollar bills all over, and it's almost trying to Tom Cruise. Spoons keeps finding all his movies rearranged. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he keeps oh. he keeps finding I'm, them rearranged in like the the Greg Turkington uh, VHS archives <laughs> yeah. way. Spoons has had to get um he's had to rebuy Dallas Buyers Club eight times because it keeps getting stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do they have that in the Forgotten Realms? <laughs> he, he, he minor illusions it. Okay. He minor <laughs> illusions like it's an hour and a half long movie. Eugene keeps finding like getting pushed on his doors, different like casting calls to like older gentlemen. <laughs> I think we should also have a garage with a ping pong table in it. Yeah, of course, naturally. But the garage yeah, doesn't go anywhere. It's just always closed. It doesn't open. There's no windows. <laughs> And like, a, there's also a makeshift bar, uh, like a bar with like red solo cups and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and one of those Gatorade coolers, like you can like get shit out of. It's full of some mysterious jungle juice liquid that just gets you fucked. There's pre there's pre workout under the bar. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think uh, Spoons has in a public space a bunch of a bunch of shoes on a wall with like a like some oil and some paint and shit for polishing shoes. He's a really big shoe guy. <laughs> he's big into he's I'm a sure this will be, be very relevant to Spoon just character later in the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. He should defeat oh, the villain oh, using his where, where does Spoons keep his, all his magazines? We got to remember Spoons is defining he's character trait for episode one. But he's a big magazine it's, fan. It's part of the media. He's got he's, he's, he's got a magazine section. He's got some elf news. He's got the little magazine rack. Elf News. We have so many copies of Elf News. Yeah, Eugene. Eugene frequently goes to Spoon's room to get the latest copy of Elf News. He has to, he has to finish those crosswords. 
Eugene once invited Ani and Ani to his room so he could first uh, practice his brewing, and he he did something called the Primate Preserves, his first non-alcoholic brew because he knows that he remembers Ani being straight edge. Yeah. Can I roll a d twenty to see if it's any good? Yeah, uh, that's gonna be you're proficient in brewing, is whatever, right? Yeah. So add your proficiency you? bonus, whatever that is. Yes, sixteen. Sixteen. It's all right. You know, it's not spectacular, but it's pretty good. Hey, how do you feel, Ani? Huh? I mean, just for you, man. Make a little brew, my man. Yeah. <laughs> we, we clink bottles. I think, I think this house has gone through enough. If we want to add some yeah. more stuff to it later, sure. Do it later. That, was, that was a half changing. an hour of housing. Wait, can we have a front lawn? Yeah, what's on your no, front lawn? I don't. Lawn? I don't do lawns. No. Nah, it's, we no. just let it natural. You cannot. Let it you cannot put like, gnomes. Yeah, you I want some gnomes. I want like a flamingo, and I want like <laughs> yeah, a shit ton like of weeds like, it's never like cared for. You live in a world where gnomes are real. You cannot have stone garden gnomes up. <laughs> Why not? Okay, you know what? You have. Okay, they're, you have they're, a, they're non-distinct okay, men. They're stone okay, you know men. what? You know what? You know you have a real garden gnome, like society on your front lawn. <laughs> like real garden it's gnomes. Just, it's just little men Spoons walking around. The, um, Spoons does the whole Nomeo and Juliet layout, like where it's two different gardens, <laughs> and there's a there's you make a them fight each other. <laughs> no, we leave it up to them, but it's it's the, the setup is there for them to fight. <laughs> they, they yeah, they're no, like historical you, you you find a bunch of garden gnomes and tell them to move into your front lawn, and they do. <laughs> uh, okay, do, do so gnomes last... in our world look like garden gnomes. <laughs> Yeah, the gnomes in our world are garden gnomes. I, I genuinely okay. This is something I genuinely hate in D anD D that gnomes and halflings are like the exact same thing. They really so are. In my, yeah. in my in my world, gnomes are garden gnomes. They're little gnomes <laughs> tiny hats. Set in the fifth edition Forgotten Realms world, except they're garden gnomes instead of <laughs> real gnomes. That's the exactly. old. This is our homebrew homebrew garden gnome. <laughs> so. Last top episode. Gnome brew. Gnome brew. Gnome brew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Last time episode, we all did, like, different scenes for each character. Let's do that again. Uh, I think most of you have talked to me about what you want to do. Uh, Ethan, you, you told me a little <laughs> bit, but I'm I'm not sure it quite works. We'll do something with you. Uh, but let's start out with Gabe. So, Eugene, Gabe, you told me what we want to happen with Eugene. So, you come home one day after a... After a long day walking Gus and doing whatever <sighs> errands you have to do, buying food. Because you can't eat illusory food, sadly. Um, buying some brewing supplies. Brewing surprise. Um, <laughs> brewing surprise. surprise. <laughs> and uh, you get home and you, you come to your room and you think you see, you're not sure, but you think you maybe see Ani leaving your room and, and scuttling down the hallway. <laughs> Uh, I, I uh-huh. quickly get to my door. Ani, hey, hey! Ani's not in there anymore. You think you maybe saw Ani leave, but you're not positive. Uh-huh. I'm, uh, I'm gonna but go. But you do, you do see yeah. someone standing in there, Gabe. Huh. You see a tall, slender person wearing this elaborate red suit with a pencil-thin mustache, and there's something sort of devilish about them. And they turn to you and say. Hello, Eugene. Hey, how you doing? You part of you, you part of Paul's room or something? I, I didn't know you could make people. <laughs> you part of Paul's room? No, no, I'm I'm real, Eugene. I'm very real. Now, this sounds like I a wanna... spoons Rango thing. <laughs> Eugene, I want to talk to you about something. 
I'm Esmodeus, by the way. Uh, ruler of hell, all that. You know the deal. Oh, um, oh, hell, is that like a... That's like a... Place where the kids go, right? Some trendy? Something new? <laughs> no, uh, not... Sorry, I don't really... I don't really know about this <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff, man. Yes, the I'm... kids always go there. Not quite, Eugene. <laughs> um, uh, boy, you're really... You, you don't keep up with much, do you? Um... Eugene. I keep up. I'm, I'm pretty. I, I flex my muscles. I'm, I'm pr- I keep up with a lot of things. If you get what I'm saying. You uh, you saw something recently in a, in a vision, correct? You saw something very dangerous, something very powerful. And if I were you, I wouldn't be sure if I had the strength to fight this. So this is what I want to do, Eugene. I want to give you strength. So yeah, Eugene, going from kind of kind of goofy and jovial, quickly kind of. Ball's very solemn. Are you, you, you know what I saw. You know what I saw. I know most things, Eugene. And what you're saying is, you could give me something to make sure that doesn't happen. Uh, well, that's more up to you. But I think I could equip you better. Yeah, he can't. He remembers like. He's focused on kind of the whole thing, but he's also very focused on the fact that his children are gone. Give me something. Yeah. If you give me something and it helps me do what I need to do, I'll take it. I'll take anything you give me. Yes, of course, Eugene. So what you're saying is that you want power, and you would be willing to sign over certain little things for this power. Not a want. Need. <laughs> Anything you want. They pull out a contract and they I, I start to... I just take it. I just take it. Oh, eager are you? Are you sure you don't want me to read it first or something? Or I, I kind of vaguely get a flash of, like, bald Ani. And then it's like... <laughs> it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. I just sign it. Nothing happens to you, uh, Gabe. Um, you don't become bald or anything. You hurriedly sign this contract without even reading it. And as you finish putting down your signature, Eugene T. Monkey, uh, the, the contract disappears from your hands. You look up and Asmodeus is also gone. Instead of them sitting on the ground in front of you is a little bottle containing vitamin gummies. Uh, I t- pick it up and... Do I... Does it have... Is it, it's just a little bottle, right? So... There's no, there's no name, no instructions, nothing. Just a no bottle of vitamin gummies. Like a so, fantasy you know. bottle or a real-world bottle? <laughs> like a real-world bottle. So <laughs> like, I, like, a, I, like an orange one? Yes. I go ahead on the, the child safe. It's child safe, so I have to press down on it, squeeze the sides, <laughs> yes, exactly. and then I have to twist it a couple times. It's vitamin D for devil. <laughs> I take it up. It's probably like little like devil shapes or like little pitchfork shapes. So I put, I put two in my mouth. I chew, I chew on it. You put nice. two in your mouth, and mm. Eugene, you feel something inside of you, like your cells are energized, and your body tingles like magic, and uh, you can take one level in Warlock now. Fuck Woo! yes. Fuck <laughs> uh, yes. Alright, baby. That's gonna be hard for the intro. I'm gonna have to remember that. Fuck. <laughs> level 5 fighter, level 1 warlock, mountain dwarf, 
capuchin fighter old man monkey. <laughs> but oh man, this is fucking cool. Okay, all right. So do do I do I I just feel weird, right? I don't know that I, I have magic. I think you're vaguely aware that you're sort of magical now, but you don't quite understand. I don't think you, like, you just you know like that something magic out. just happened to you. Okay. So, okay. So, I look at the heavy bag in front of me. The heavy bag? Oh, yeah, the heavy bag. Yeah, the boxing heavy bag. Right. And I thought you meant like a heavy bag. No, not like a literal, not (laughs) a bag filled with, it's like a boxer's heavy bag. Right, And I look at it for a moment, and this like static, this red static electricity kind of begins to go around my fur. My fur begins to puff up and stand up, and there's like this red light emanating from my stomach, this Mm -hmm. hot red light that begins to move up my sternum into my neck and all the like electricity begins to kind of coalesce around my neck my jaw unhinges breaks what and until almost half of my face is just a mouth what you can see the red light gleaming from the inside of my mouth the electricity gleaming against my teeth against my fur and i use eldritch blast wait you, That's what your Eldritch Blast is? You, fucking... you, Eugene, like Eugene barks out his Eldritch Blast like the freaking Dragonborn? <laughs> half of my face rips open until half of it is a fucking mouth. The red light gleams from inside of my throat, electricity crackling around my teeth. The fucking <laughs> you do bolt like... of Eldritch energy hits the heavy bag, destroys it, goes through the wall, leaving a hole, which I assume is in Ani's room. So there's a hole between me and Ani's room. Mom, my rare skull collection. Uh, <laughs> Eugene's a warlock now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Eugene's a warlock now. Okay, wait, why was Ani in your room? That's my question. Yeah, who I was? Don't, I don't know. That was weird. I, I don't know. Maybe you'll find out eventually. So, let's say uh, Spoons and Paul are are sitting uh, sitting in their, their front front lawn watching the garden gnomes play with each other, uh, <laughs> sitting on their lawn chairs. When the, the, both of you get a call uh, on, from the... A, a crystal ball floats over to you and says, Spoons Ringo, could you please report to the Gib Subbins at the Academy? Uh, Gib Subbins, if you recall, Spoons is the evocation professor who you spoke to last time episode. And it says, uh, Paul Benus, could you please report to the hospital? Uh-oh. <laughs> Gotta go. For, for sure. Um, yeah, all right. Paul, Paul, I'll see you later. And I I cast Phantom Steed. Phantom <laughs> Steed? What? What is Phantom Steed? It, it, it's, it, it's, it's so I can get to the to the sort of uh, the school, the academy faster. Okay, tell me but, what the so spell can... does, and then tell me what you do. A large quasi-real horse-like creature appears on the ground of unoccupied space, and I and I get to ride it around. There's some speed stats, but I but I get to ride it around. It's faster than walking. So I say, Paul. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll catch you later, man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, give him, I give him two finger guns, and then I go. 
I, I put my my my, my uh, pointer finger to my temple and I go, Phantom Steed, I choose you. And do the do the sort of Yu-Gi-Oh Pokemon thing from my wrist <laughs> against my wrist, and I go, Crawl Venus. And I throw I throw like some dust on the ground, and out of a, a pile of dust forms. <laughs> Uh, 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 basically a chimp that a chimp with with hands for feet and hands for hands <laughs> that crawls along the floor. It's <laughs> awful. But like, crawling, like, but like it's like a horse-sized chimp with with hands yeah, for feet you, as well. You hear a you hear a voice uh, a what voice come fuck? from this horse-sized uh, crouching chimp that says. Hey guys, I'm Crawl Penis. <laughs> oh, thanks, no. thanks for summoning me, Spoons. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem, homeboy. And I hop on him. No. I go, Paul, you want a ride? No, I don't want to get near that thing. Oh, God, hey, Spoons, this guy kind of looks like me. What's up with that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the fuck? I don't. Do, do you I guys want to hang out later, or? <laughs> Maybe catch a show? No. <laughs> let's just get, let's get to me. the academy. Let's get to the academy. Come on, man. Okay. <laughs> I go, I go, yeah, and slap his ass. <laughs> yeah. Crawl, crawl, penis like slumbers through the streets. Of <laughs> How many people can fit on crawl, penis? Because I'm not going on that. I'm I not going on that. Probably just one person. There's a speed. That is a horse. Um, uh... It's a horse, yeah. It's, it's the stats are a horse. Yeah. So the the so spoons riding on this lumbering chimp with hands for feet the size of a horse, uh, crawling across the ground, just sort of going. Ah, 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 ah. Almost there. <laughs> Almost there. Uh, you lumber. You're gonna the do streets. a crawl. You're going to the streets of Draconia until you get to the academy. And he says, okay, Spoons, here we are. Are we going to go to class together or? I say, yeah, we are. Just give me one second. I hop off and I walk 10 feet away and he disappears in a poof of smoke. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, help me, I'm dying! And then he goes away. <laughs> I, I turn to like um. Is there is there any like just just person standing near the door of the academy? Like a st- another student? Yeah, there's or some something? students nearby. Yeah. I, I turn to like whatever fucking gnome or whatever he is. I'm like, this guy. Am I right? You turn <laughs> to the six in. In, Yeah, you turn to the six inch tall garden gnome and you do that. <laughs> and I walk in. Lots of tiny people in our fictional world. Not that I think of it. <laughs> I say Gibby. As I walk into her office. <laughs> you walk into Gibbons, Gib Subbin's office and she says, Hey Spoons, uh, so last time we talked you expressed some interest in multi-classing. Have you given that any thought? So I, I'm I'm not gonna multi-class anymore. I just went oh. I had a whole I had a whole wild thing, uh, and it made my heart sing, and it made everything. And and now oh. I think I'd rather I think I'd rather uh, specialize, you know? Like kind of the opposite route. So just go wizard. I see. Go go wizard, but um, actually, you might have to transfer me. You might have to um to to sort of give me a, a recommendation, because I was thinking of of switching from evocation actually and trying to go study illusion, get a little bit better at the the, the makey makey. Really? Know? Well, you see, that's very good, spoons. 
because I'm not Gib Subbins. And oh. she begins oh. to shift and change in front of your eyes, turning into a huge nine-foot-tall loxodon, which is like an elephant person with this big ah. blue skin. And he says, Nice to meet you, Spoons. They call me the Big Blue Freak. I'm the illusion <laughs> professor here at Draconia. I'm, I'm, I'm looking up and I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck? How do you even know who I am? What the fuck, dude? Get over it, man. We have things to discuss. I'm the Big Blue Freak. Nice to meet you. He holds out a hand for a shake. I, I I guess I touch it, yeah. Yeah, you have to kind of jump up to touch it. And yeah, says, yeah. Nice to meet you, man. I what say you're the big you? blue freak. I, I'm the big blue freak. That's my name. <laughs> Don't wear it out. So tell me, boy, what interests you about illusion magic? Uh, yeah, I, I like, I, I mean, I I like illusion magic uh, anyway. For, so I'd like to get just um, a little bit better at it. You know, I want to... I want to. I want to make some stuff. I want to. I want to make the unseen scene. You know what I. You know what I mean, homeboy, home slice. <laughs> That's fabulous, old man. Happy to have you on board. <laughs> what? I take out my I take out my notepad and I write down names. He's called me boy, <laughs> old man. <laughs> boy, old man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, lad. I have to transfer some illusion magic no, to you. I take it. I take it out again. Laugh. <laughs> I I have to transfer some illusion magic to you before you can become an illusion wizard. There's only one way for it what? to be done. Are you in or are you out? What the fuck? Is, I, I don't know, man. You're, you're, you're the big blue. You have brain. to rub my big blue stomach and my trunk. <laughs> If, if rubbing them isn't good, a simple tap will do. A simple pat. Oh my god. What the fuck, Harrison? <laughs> Just well, pat. What the fuck? Are you Just... gonna do it? <laughs> yeah, I think I like that. I, I, I... <laughs> you have to pat my big blue stomach and my big blue trunk. This is such a good character. <laughs> I I, st I stand on one leg and I take I take out my my prehand style like my toes and I, I just rub his stomach my toes. You yuck. Okay. You yuck. You piss. <laughs> you touch his trunk too. Yeah, I guess I do. He says he says that was such a choke spoon. So really stupid. That's okay though. That's okay though. You're here to learn. Let's enroll you in some uh, classes. <laughs> such an asshole! Why such an so asshole? <laughs> man, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Why are you such a dick? <laughs> does, does he say anything? He says, uh... He says, alright, old boy, let's get you started. Um, okay. I, ta uh, I take out the pad. I write down, old boy. So, August... So... For the next, like, week that you're here in Draconia, you are going to be taking classes. First of all, you you, you have switched your subclass over to Illusion. That's cool. Yeah. Um, am I, am also, I taking classes with the Big Blue Freak? Some, yes. A couple. 
<laughs> okay, so whenever um, whenever I I'm trying to get his attention, I I I call him young man. Uh, I call him um, the wife. I call him daughter. <laughs> I call what? him. I I call him. Uh, I call him big boy. I call him small boy. <laughs> I keep switching between between monikers. He says that's very good, spoons. You're catching on. Um. Right. What but anyway. Fuck? <laughs> anyway, August. Yeah. If there's something that you would like to learn, not about a magic, but just about this world in general, anything you'd like to research, you can do that during this week as well, while you're here. Well, yeah, I, I, I guess I, I guess I talk to the freak. Well, then this would be this would be an, uh, an even. This wouldn't really thing, be right? talking to the freak. This would just be like researching anything that you want to research. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and speak to. Um, is there a summoning person? Like a, a well, actually, I'm gonna, here, I'm gonna go to the library. I'll, I'm gonna go to the draconian. Don't, yeah, library. don't make me make, make up another terrible NPC. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you go to the library and you look through their. Terms. I go to the library. I, no, I ring. I ring the bell at the library. For yeah, someone, for the librarian. I'm like, hello, hello, librarian. <laughs> you, 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 uh, you ring the bell, and a small man with a, bu- a bulbous forehead appears. A small gray human man with a huge bulbous forehead, and he says. <coughs> Hello, Spoons. I'm the dreadful creep. What can I do for you? Oh, God. What has happened to this place since I left? <laughs> I say, I say, hello, old boy. <laughs> Why would you call me that? What can I do for you, Spoons? Can you direct me to the summoning section? I would like to to look at familiars, please. <laughs> yes, right over there. And he points at the summoning section. Thank you. I take a piece of his finger off because it Are melts you... like dust. <laughs> yes, he did that. He says, oh, dang it, I'll have to get another one. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, do you... Um, you go to the summoning... Are you going to study... do the familiar thing today, August? That means I have to do another I, 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 stupid voice. I'm gonna no, yeah. I'm gonna study it. Maybe if we have time, I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we have time really. Let's just have you study it. Okay. Then... So, yeah, I'm, I'm studying familiars and looking at the different the different types. I'm looking at what um how you go about it. Uh, yeah, all that. Yeah. There's sure. A... I mean, make fam- yeah. like like find familiar is just a spell. So I don't know what you want me to tell you. You find out how to make a familiar, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm studying all that, and I, I have um, I have in my notebook, I have a bunch of words like um, like the components I, I need for the ritual and stuff, like the writings, and then the center of the 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 diagram, just right in the middle, I have the word friend circled like five times. <laughs> you also find out how, while you're there, actually, you find out how to summon Simba in Kingdom Hearts. Oh, <laughs> good! Finally. Yeah. Is that all you want to do? So next episode, yeah, you will yeah, have a familiar. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll do the ritual. If you, if you wish to summon it. Yeah, okay. Uh, while all that's happening, Paul Bemis yeah. is on his way to the hospital. Uh, you you get there, and there's, there's, there's a doctor. He's another dragonborn man. There's a lot of dragonborns who live here in Draconia. His name is Dr. Uh, what's a name that someone suggested? I should pull from suggested names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's not Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he's Doctor Frankenstein's Doc monster. Is, That's his name. Doctor Doctor Frankenstein. No, no relation. This is this is this is Doctor Beeper Jones. Beeper Jones. Beeper Beeper Jones. Oh, Beeper. He's a, he's a big a uh, big red dragonborn. He's a big Beeper. 
Yeah, he's a big red dragon. Bar. He says, I don't really like you making fun of my name, Paul. But, uh, all right. So he checks you out and he comes to you and says, so Paul, the, the reason we had you come here is that really as soon as you walked into Draconia a couple of days ago, all our scanners went off because you are in terrible health. Um, what seems to be the problem, Beeper? Well, I feel just fine. It's, it seems like something may have pierced a couple of your organs at some point. I'm not really oh. sure. But you are terrible you are, health. You are bleeding internally quite profusely. Yeah. Well, that might be from the sword swallowing. It didn't really turn out that well. But, uh, have you not what noticed you, what do you say, the, the beeper? You think you can fix me up? Fix me up good? Have you not noticed the blood leaking from you? Like. Well, I've, I've just gotten used to it, you know? That's just. That's well, just yes. Life. So, I can fix you up. Most most of your organs are not that damaged. Uh, uh, a minor treatment should help them heal properly, get them on the right track. There is a problem with your liver, though. Oh. <laughs> I have bad news, Paul. Yeah. I don't think your liver's ever going to quite work right again. I don't think you could ever drink again, Paul. Why? Oh, not why? not like drink liquids, but like any <laughs> alcohol I think could kill you immediately. Screw you. Goes to the alcohol, uh, like, <laughs> wipes that you use for, like, healing wounds. Starts eating it. Please, Paul, stop. Paul, you could kill yourself doing this, please. Those aren't good to eat even if you have a functioning liver. <laughs> Alright, fine. What, the, what gives, man? I, I, I don't do nothing. I just, I just eat banana splits and stuff. What the fuck? I'm sorry, Paul. There's nothing I can do, though. Well, I'll never walk again. <laughs> that's not, that's I not fall over. <laughs> Look, Paul, you can walk. Help me up. Uh, help. Somebody give me a wheelchair. I'll never walk crawl again. Crawl, Venus. Crawl, Venus. <laughs> if I have to crawl out of here in embarrassment, then so be it, man. Paul, you don't have to crawl. It's okay. You can walk. He hands you some antibiotics. Just take these and all of your organs should heal fine, except the liver. Oh, I'll never see again. Paul Vizco closes his eyes. <laughs> Alright, well, goodbye. All Does Paul right. ever leave the room? No. He waits till the doctor leaves. <laughs> He's lying on the floor with his eyes closed. Yeah, eventually Paul hears the door shut as the doctor leaves. And they and right after the doctor leaves, he just gets up and leaves. <laughs> the yeah. doctor goes, ah soon... No, no, you don't see the doctor again. Dr. Beeper Jones. Beeper. As you're as you're walking home, uh you you hear something, um, like like the pitter patter of tiny feet. <gasps> And I think what? you look down an alley and you see like something that almost looks like the shadow of a tiny man turning a corner. What the? Wait. I, I reach on my pit prison pocket, pull out tiny dying man. <laughs> yeah, you, the, the tiny dying man is there. He says, Oh, it's so cold. If you're here, then who's that? <laughs> looks, keeps looking back and forth. Huh? Huh? What? Huh? I gotta go after him. Starts running after the shadow. You run after the shadow. Uh, you don't find anything. However, I think perhaps that that, that gives Paul Bina something to think about. 
mm. uh, that maybe there's another, maybe there's more out there somewhere. This is it's not even a roll, just you don't find anything. <laughs> I don't have I don't know what's gonna happen if he does find them. I haven't thought that far ahead yet. This is this is Ethan's idea, by the way. <laughs> so Wow looks up to the night sky. They must be out there somewhere. <laughs> okay. Puts hands in the pockets of my new bomber jacket while I look up to the sky. Uh, real dramatically. <laughs> Some somewhere in the distance, in the bitter cold wind, you hear a vague. Oh. Uh, it's not you. It's, uh, picks up the tiny dying man, pulls up to you. You're you're not moaning. Well, you are moaning, but it's not your moan. Throws him aside. <laughs> well, where did that come from? Yeah. Uh, so I think Paul spins this week looking for tiny dying men. <laughs> um, let's cut to Ani and see what he does this week. Can I? Uh... Have a sort of meeting with the Grand Master dude or whatever the heads have. High Mage! The High Mage, mage. yeah. Yeah. Grand Master. You walk into the High Mage's office at the Academy and says, Hello, honey, you wanted to see me? Listen, man, I've got something I need to talk talk to you about. I just, I'm gonna, like, sort of sit down. Oh, that's so serious! uh, As I sort of sit down and start. I'm about to talk, uh, sunglasses and a Hawaiian shirt sort of start sliding down from the sky onto me. And I'm, oh god, what? Oh, it was happening again. It can't happen again. And as, as they appear on my body, they make sort of a clicking noise and the meaty bass line plays. And I say, hey, Mr. Hollywood here. You ever hear of movies? Because I've got this million dollar right Ani, what happened? I'm not Ani. I'm sort of a. I'm sort of a big name in Hollywood. They call me Mr. Hollywood. What's uh, Hollywood? You know Tom Cruise? He's my son. So. <laughs> no, I don't I don't think I know Tom Cruise, no. Yeah, and that's the problem. Your head. We need sort of a, a new Tom Cruise. We need cinema in this Honey, are you okay? What's up? <laughs> We gotta get on this camera thing. We gotta get cameras. We gotta get actors. We gotta get. The Look, film. if if you're trying to invent something, maybe you should talk to we your friend Buddy. Buddy was an inventor. Maybe you should go leave me alone and talk to him. Yeah, Buddy. All right, though. Yeah, don't call me Buddy. All right, we're not friends. Ani, are you okay though? I, like, I don't know who Ani is, pal. I'm Mr. Hollywood. I'm a big shot. Uh, the high mage looks very concerned, but he doesn't really say anything. I'm going to walk away, and as I'm walking away, point at him and say, I produced Whiplash. <laughs> Just let's go find Buddy. Whiplash? That doesn't sound good. That sounds painful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you find Buddy. He's he's He has his own sort of room at the academy where he's he has some papers laid out, some different ideas he's been working on. You, you walk in, and, and he sees you, and he says, Oh hey, uh, hey, hey, Ani, what, what's going on? Oh, Ani, name's Mister Hollywood. Uh, oh, I, oh, this, I remember this. This like that funny bit got, you do, right? Yeah. Little ideas, grab them, because I've got a million dollar idea right here. Oh really? Call up the camera. Listen, all you need is a box, a little circle of glass, put a hole in the box. 
something. Listen, I'm not the guy who makes the cameras. I'm the guy who makes them roll. I'm the guy who turns the cameras into movies. Okay? So, listen to me. I'll, oh I'll let God. you make the cameras, and then I'll sort of make the money, you know, using the cameras. All right? am, am I going to get any money from this? We'll work that out later. You know, that's not important right now. I'm sort of the big shot, so I'll get most of the money, but you can get, like, five dollars well, or something, you know? I it's don't not really a, know what a dollar important. is, but, it's you know... It's not really about money, it's about the craft of the filmmaking. So. That makes sense, you know? I, I do yeah. enjoy the craft of inventing, so I, I imagine you sort of tell Buddy what a camera does and what it's supposed to do. Um, give me a intelligence roll. Intelligence check. Why did you not have it pulled up? Listen. It's not important. Ooh, that's a 20. That's a natural 20 or just a... I mean, it natural doesn't matter. 20. It's a 20 is good. Yeah. You describe to him perfectly how a camera is supposed to work, and he makes you several perfect cameras. Oh, yeah. Um, thanks, man. Here's... Uh, I'm just gonna reach into my coat and pull out, like, five bucks. It, but go buy yourself some bananas or something. What do you this, people like? This is this is paper. I can't... Yeah, see you around, buddy pal. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna... Go go see the high mage again and uh, show him the cameras. <laughs> it's like Shark Tank. <laughs> go back to the high mage. He says, "Oh, Audi, you're back. Are you feeling better?" I, I'm feeling as good as I always am. Listen, I'm feeling great because I've got these cameras that that freak over there made with the tentacles. What are the cameras made of? Are they like like clockwork steampunk cameras? Uh, no, they're made out of bubbles. Oh, okay. Wow. That when the bubbles come together, they they sort of take a new shape, sort of like cephalopods do, and they look like a camera. But if you like poke it, it's definitely made out of bubbles. Listen, listen, high mage. This is this is big. This is a million dollars right here. This is the biggest thing you've ever seen, pal. It's it's not that big. We it's listen. It's not size that matters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we take these little things and we film stuff and then we put it to, I don't know how editing works I don't know if we can do that here I think you just cut up the tape or whatever we I, I'm sort of the ideas guy okay I don't do all that I'll, I'll leave to... I'll leave this to you Ani um, I'm a little busy with being both the high mage and the director of an academy I'll, I'll let you handle this how about the director of a movie <laughs> No, not really interested. I don't know what a movie is. Uh, shuffle along now. Do you, know what, do, you, do you know anyone who knows how to make... I, I'm the ideas guy. I, don't, I can't do this. Please. Um, anyone. Uh, wait. Harrison, uh, Harrison Spoons at that moment calls the high mage. Uh, Yo, high mage, I, what's good? Yo, Spoons, what's up? You hear the news? What news? Your boy's an illusory boy. Congratulations. Hey, I'm sorry, Ani. I have to take a very important phone call now. I'll Ani's see you there? later. Ani, no, is Ani there? No, Ani's not there. Mr. Hollywood. Oh, is that fucking Mr. Hollywood? Point me through to Mr. Hollywood. Point me through to Mr. Hollywood, please. All right. He passes the banana phone to Mr. Hollywood. Hey, Mr. It's been so long. It, it, hey, who it's, are uh, you? It, it's, 
Tortellini? <laughs> you met me a while ago. Sure. Yeah. All right. Meet a lot of people. Um, sort of big shot. So. <laughs> I say, Mister Mr. Hollywood, I um, I hear you need an editor because <laughs> I just heard it on the phone. Yeah, I don't really talk to uh, nobodies like you normally, but uh, I'm in desperate need of some talent here because I'm sort of the ideas uh, guy. So, you you know the movie Rango? I do. With, yeah, with, with with Johnny Depp. Yeah, that was named after me. Okay. I don't think it was. <laughs> so why don't you think before you talk to a uh, nobody? I do finger quotes. Yeah, <laughs> over the phone. Yeah, finger quotes over the phone. Cast illusion <laughs> so we can see the finger quotes. <laughs> yeah, I cast illusion through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, start, I'm starting to think that my, uh, my, my cool millies, my bends, don't uh, have much worth here. So uh, we're going to need like a producer or something who's got like ducats or uh, doubloons or whatever that we can use. Because my, my paper cash, my bennies... Not not worth anything here. Hi, mate. Do you want a producing credit? What? No, I'm not giving you money for this. No. This is insane. We can make you and the whatever this place is that you run here, we can make this like the, the heroes of the movie. Uh, yeah, make him an advertisement. Spins, a large a large blue figure walks behind you and says, Oh no. <laughs> What's that old boy? You need some money, do you? For some I, I, sort of pet I, I, project? I, I open the pad and I see that I've already written old boy and I close it. <laughs> yes, I'm, running, I'm, running, I'm running out of monikers, good man. What can I do for you? Um, hello, uh, green boy. Uh, yeah, I could, you, you want a producing credit on this brand new newfangled mover? A, 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 a mover, you say? Like a moving a image? Mover. That's fascinating. I love it. I love it. Let's get freaky. <laughs> Can we not get freaky? Can we? <laughs> I'd rather we keep this pretty tame, pretty general. We can get experimental later on once the art form has proven itself, but for I, the first I, movie, I, let's I, just do something. I give the phone to the big blue freak, so he's talking to Mr. Hollywood on the phone now. Hello, Mr. Hollywood. How much money do you need? Uh, 200 gold coins. <laughs> Two hundred thousand, you said. Right on it, old man. <laughs> uh, I know how so much wow. coins are worth. <laughs> the art of the deal, right there. <laughs> All right, so he's he is not giving you two hundred thousand gold coins. However, he is willing to spend up to two thousand hundred two hundred thousand gold coins to make your movie. Oh, nice. So what movie are you making, Mr. Hollywood? <laughs> yeah, do we, do we all meet up in a field somewhere to talk about it? A field? Yeah, let's, let's meet up in a boardroom to discuss uh, <laughs> a movie. Yeah, you're in a boardroom, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Hollywood spoons and the big blue freak at a table. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Hollywood just sort of tries to remember uh, the, the plot to Star Wars. And he's not a big sci-fi fan. He's more into dramas, so he doesn't. He hasn't seen Star Wars in years. He doesn't remember most of the plot. So he just sort of tells a, a very basic retelling of Star Wars with a lot of inaccuracies, and they've all sort of been merged into one really long movie. 
uh, he pitches mm. that, but set in a fantasy world instead of space, because they're too, the simpletons won't understand science fiction yet. <laughs> tell me, tell me what, uh, tell me what his version of Star Wars is, if you don't mind. Uh, there's a guy who farms, and then uh, his uh, uh, some evil dude <laughs> kills his wizard dad uh, named Ben. <laughs> And then uh, he goes after the dude to get revenge, but then he realizes that the old guy in the coat is the real bad guy, and he kills him and, and saves his dad, and then that's the end. So he had two dads. <laughs> yeah. Big What's Freak says, that? Yeah, the Blue Freak says, I love it, very progressive! <laughs> but but we need we need fresh ideas. Spoons t- pulls back a fist and socks Mr. Hollywood in the face. What? Knock him out. <laughs> <laughs> give me a give me a, a strength versus uh Ani's constitution. constitution. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What'd you get, Ani? Uh I got a sixteen. I got a ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you punch him, uh, but you do not knock him out. Okay, listen, there's a guy and his name's Han Solo, and he's got a cool vest. Can I, can I play this man? Can I play Han Solo? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. yes! Actually, that's a the big blue freak. We could play every character, because we've got a loot. We could just, just play every character. No, I won't have to pay anyone. Perfect. Genius! <laughs> I'll, I'll cast some duplicates of ourselves. This yes, is so, perfect. so genius! <laughs> double, double high five. Where do you go to film this exactly? Uh, Mr. Hollywood doesn't know about uh, like models, so he thinks that they made everything like full size. This is going to be pretty expensive, but we need some giant sets, okay? We need some big castles. There's going to be a, a, a big castle that we call the Death Castle, and then the guy, the farmer, Luke, is going to explode it at the end, and it's going to be really cool, and audiences are going to love it. It's gonna test great. I'll see what I can do. Um, you show up two days later, and he has built several large cardboard castles and ships. Perfect, beautiful. It's amazing. It's perfect. People are gonna love this. Listen, okay, so uh, are you are you making the movie now? Yeah. I, guess I, want, you to, I want you to give me uh, a performance check. Actually, three separate performance <laughs> checks. All right. For the three, for the three pillars of movie, <laughs> for the three acts, the three pillars of movie, uh, production, zakat, and <laughs> no, mise en scène, uh, uh, acting, and blocking. Yeah, that's that's everything that goes in a movie. Yeah. Okay, I got a five. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for mise en scène, that's good. <laughs> Just looks like garbage. Sixteen. Okay. Okay. The, your, performances, really your performances are very convincing. Spoon's a really good actor. Who would have thought? A seven. A, is that a seven for blocking? How is the blocking bad? I wonder. It's just—it's always out of focus. Like <laughs> it's like cutting off people. There are no cinematographers because cameras were just invented too. Yeah, they don't know how to use them. We're way too close. Like we're always, someone's always in the way of someone else, or we're way too close to the frame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, no. August, give me a performance for editing, with advantage because <laughs> of your because of your cool dude sticker. Oh my god. 
Um, okay, that's terrible. And yep, okay, the higher one is going to be an eleven. <laughs> okay. Um, so a high editing roll would have been that it's edited very well. A low one would be that it's edited very badly. So in the middle, I think you just didn't edit it. It's just <laughs> it's just thirty hours of consecutive what? footage. <laughs> Every time they film the second take later, it just comes. So there will be one scene, then another scene, then it's separate version. Exactly. Wow. This is experimental. (laughs) So yes, it's thirty hours of of footage, most of which was never meant to be used. It looks terrible. The sets are falling apart. The the cardboard incredible. The cardboard castles are falling behind you. You're you're. Your performances are very good. However, you're all standing in front of each other and out of frame most of the time. <laughs> There's only two so, actors. It's it's that, like every t- there are no scenes where there are more than two people on screen at the same time. So it's constantly cutting to different people. <laughs> yes. Cut to Paul Venus watching in the theater. Wow! Real <laughs> <Yes>. filmmaking. <laughs> Yeah, Paul, so, yeah. Paul thinks so when, when, when the to... ship when the ship goes towards the camera, Paul thinks it's coming at him. Whoa! <laughs> what what role determines whether people enjoy this or not? Um, I don't think it matters. Yeah. This is literally the first movie they've ever seen, so they don't have like they're blown yeah, away by it. Oh, but it's also but it's also thirty hours long and awful. So <laughs> well, they don't know they don't know that that movie's oh, what, what about, two hours. What about theaters? Do we invent theaters? <laughs> no, a theater has existed before. Um, yeah, oh, okay. the big screen on the stage. <laughs> yeah, big white sheet. So, okay, I'm going to give them a wisdom roll, I guess. Oh, I'm going to give them a wisdom saving throw <laughs> to see if this movie but, causes them pain or not. You know, low should mean they enjoy it. <laughs> High as they hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's a four. So Yes! Uh, yes. Yeah. They're idiots. They're fucking idiots. They love it. They're more. It's a hit. It's a hit. You were wrong. It's like he's counting his stacks of money. It's a hit. You you hijack a theater somewhere and you play this thirty-hour monstrosity, and (laughs) and the everyone is like, "What what is this? I've never seen anything like this before. What did you call this? A a doobie? A a poobie? A mover? A hubie? What is this called?" Called a movie. Whoa! <laughs> and yeah, you have introduced movies to the to the, we, the we, land of Faerun. We storm into the high mage's office like a day after release. Get <laughs> all smug. Told you so. Well, I have to admit, boys, I'm I I was wrong about this. Um. Uh. It seems like you did a good job, but uh, Ani, I'm still a little worried about you. Maybe we should check up on you at some point. I don't know who Ani is. You keep bringing this little nobody up, but uh, I right, what is the high mage? What what is on the high mage's desk? Nothing at the moment. He's just sitting there. There's no like stuff on his desk. He has a crystal ball and a banana phone. Okay, so I um I catapult the crystal ball at Ani's head. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just, just. Why? Why are you doing Cause that? Because I, I, I want Ani. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, what is it? Is it Nick who has to beat something for that? Um, I mean, it's just bludgeoning damage. 
Yeah, but isn't there like a dexterity saving throw he has to do? Or oh yeah, there is a there is a dex save. Yeah, dex save. Yeah, give me a dex save. Um, dex. Okay, uh, thirteen. Yep, you miss it. Fail it. <laughs> Just bonk right, right. Uh, yeah, as, as, uh, as I get hit in the head, the sunglasses and Hawaiian shirt go flying off of me. Um, uh, just that's fifteen damage, bludgeoning damage. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what right. the fuck? <laughs> yeah, a big chunk gets knocked out of your head, and um, <laughs> Ani. Now that you've made this movie, um. I'm not sure if you understand how exactly, but something deep inside of you, some being deep inside your soul, feels temporarily sated, but just for now. (laughs) (laughs) Ani, how's it going, man? Standing over him. Spoons, spoons, what did he do this time? What what happened? We we pioneered an art form. I I put my arm (laughs) around the big blue freak. We did it. Oh, I'm here too! <laughs> I've never met the big blue freak. <laughs> it's nice to meet you, Jude. I'm Good going, lads. <laughs> I, I, I open my notebook and I put uh, next to lad. I put a parenthetical with an S in the middle. Uh, I think yes, Ani is just, just going to go take a nap and try to forget. <laughs> I think I think that's an episode, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>